Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And for real estate services, contact us on our website at coursecruiseandcontracts.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamrick. <laughs> and last week, we were out on the streets asking people their opinions and trivia-ing about Nashville awesomeness. And uh, this week we have, uh, well, it's a kind of a continuation of last week. But first, Jennifer, what are we sipping on? We are sipping on Dark Horse Rosé. It's out of California. Mmm. Yeah. Something totally different. Yeah. I think this might be our first rosé. I, I think you're right, too. Yeah. Wow. Um, we also got to meet someone that we didn't expect. Turns out, one of the, I don't know, contestants, I suppose, uh, already was involved in real estate. Like, has a whole career in it. John Wright, he is a hotel financier. Yeah, John quickly wowed us with his real estate investment knowledge and flipping skills. I live in Atlanta now, have been there for 20 years, but moved to Nashville in the mid-80s out of college. My brother is in the music industry. I thought I would migrate to the music industry until I found out how many people were willing to work for free. Uh, to get a foot in the door, and I decided to get into commercial real estate. And so on the residential side, I bought a house here that I had saved up for through college and working through school over on uh, Kenner Avenue, which is off of Woodmont, yeah. uh, between, what is that, Hillsboro and West End. Yeah. All right, so a $60,000 home then that I sold promptly for you know almost double after pulling up the shag carpet and <laughs> fresh coat of paint and then moved to Estes Avenue upgraded a little bit on my residential address and promptly you know flipped that house and so then I was a uh, proud owner of three different homes while I was here and had investment returns of 60 to 125 percent you know, with a hold time of less than a year and a half. And then on the commercial front, uh, my company has financed hotels, specifically hotels, which is a very specialty niche asset class. Apartments, condos, you know how many tenants you have and the length of their lease obligation. So banks like that type of an underwriting model. Hotels on the other hand, are overnight businesses really, you know, except for what is a smaller percentage of extended stay contracts that companies or individuals will lock into. So hotels are very difficult for banks and other financial institutions to become comfortable with financing just because of that added risk feature of not having long-term tenants, you know, investment grade tenants, whether it's in retail, shopping centers, strip malls, whatever the case may be, and uh, especially with a facility like the Element, um, there are just specific to Nashville so many demand generators for this city 
the size of the city, the accessibility, even though I know the locals are frustrated with traffic and congestion that has been compounded with the growth. Yes. Um, Nashville has become really the go-to city beyond what used to be the southeast for business and uh, casual and, and family travel. The hotels, uh, population of hotel growth and the performance of those hotels is evident uh, by statistics. One primary company for hotel statistic reporting is based in Memphis, it's called Smith Travel Research. STAR, S-T-R, Smith Travel Research provides occupancy and room cost per night. So that's REVPAR, revenue per available room. People oftentimes say, uh, what does it take for a hotel to break even? Well, that's a loaded question because you have to calculate how much debt, just like your home mortgage, how much debt is on the property. And you can be at 100% occupancy if you're effectively giving your rooms away. Right. And so Nashville has improved to be a very unique subset of those metrics reporting in the financial downturn because only Nashville, New York City, and I want to say Minneapolis were, were the three cities, uh, not states, but cities across the country that have, that had a upward tick of REVPAR growth through 2008 through 2011 when the recovery really started uh, revealing itself. And so we make roughly a billion dollars of hotel loans a year. Uh, we made several loans over the years here in Nashville. The most recent was West End and 19th, dual branded Marriott uh, Hotel that is a courtyard in Spring Hill Suites, I believe, or it's a courtyard in Fairfield. Yeah. If you want to double check me on that, because we've done probably 500 deals since then. That was four or five years ago. But the capital markets, especially for the Nashville metro area, are very robust because community and regional banks here are well capitalized, have high net worth clients that have grown to even higher net worth clients over the years. And the combination of the arts, the, the uh, entertainment options here in this city, like I said, I call it the best city without a beach in the country, right? And if you had a beach, it wouldn't be Nashville because it would be altered or its culture somewhat polluted by, you know, an added feature that's not necessary. Now, throw out some of the motor scooters and the uh, party buses <laughs> and the golf carts every time I'm in town, something new has been added to that cachet of uh, entertainment options. And so um, uh, uh, it's an interesting byproduct of this growth, and I'm curious what city council or some of the governing authorities uh, have in mind for the future of maintaining a very clean and uh, um, civilized Orderly. atmosphere, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. But, you know, you have, that goes along with that, I've noticed this must be the hub away from Vegas for bachelorette and bachelor parties now. Every time I come to town, those are occurring and your new convention space 
has really opened up even bigger, larger, uh, more expensive demand generators because it's not just a uh, Sheboygan styled uh, destination resort. It competes nationally with Vegas and that's why you see the hotels coming up. Do you like buying insurance for your flip, new construction, or other properties? No, everyone hates buying insurance unless you call Joe Gravy Graves with I Hate Buying Insurance. I Hate Buying Insurance. He chose that name because it's the truth. Call or text Joe at 615-499-6846 to ask about insuring your investment properties and you'll get three free gifts worth over $7,000 in value when you say, Gravy, I need a quote on my most valuable asset. 615-499-6846. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. Real estate investors looking for a quick close and no appraisals? Reach out to Mike Brady at PropertyRecycle.com. They are a large private equity firm with that personal touch. Property Recycle offers an easy online application, no appraisal requirements, and can close within five days. Ditch your slow, expensive lender and get the money you need today. Call Mike Brady at 615 806 7500. Again, that is 615-806-7500. Or visit propertyrecycle.com. In case you missed the trivia section, that's okay. Be sure to listen to episode 36 that aired last Friday. But we wanted to go ahead and share and reshare our one of our favorite parts in full. And it's the part where John sings his number one hit song for us. I do have one country hit to my resume so i did right i'm a one hit wonder i wrote going through the big d and don't mean dallas going through the big d and don't mean dallas i can't believe what the judge had to tell us i got the jeep she got the power i'm going through the big d and don't mean dallas <laughs> so that was that is a recurring theme being divorced and it was inspired here, written on Center Hill Lake. And it went number one on radio and records charting and number two on Billboard. Can so, play a bleep of that? Yeah. If you, uh, thank you, if so you much. Uh, it's Mark Chestnut and it's going through the big D. Okay. And that's divorce. And that's when I was moving from here and my girlfriend, who will remain unnamed at the time because her father was a big record executive here, still call her record exec. It was a very quick, as the song says, six short months. It's actually getting ready to be, it's, it's going to be uh, so, so deaf in Atlanta is going to hip hop it. And oh, six cool. short months we went together, decided it would be forever. Two paychecks better than one, a diamond ring, and it was done. Bought our house like I said I would in a subdivided neighborhood. Fuse got short and the nights got long. It was over long gone before I knew where I was heading to, and now I do. I'm going through the big D and don't mean Dallas. I can't believe what the judge had to tell us. I got the Jeep, she got the palace. 
Things like this are never final. I'm still paying on the vinyl. Flooring in the laundry room, <laughs> it's multicolored and waterproof. It's a little bit tough to face my friends. The ones that said that I jumped in the river of love a little too soon. That was August and this is June and it's a different tune. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. John reminded us just how much real estate has changed in Nashville in such a short time. House I bought on Kenner Avenue in 84 for $60,000, just retraded uh, for $1.1 million. Okay, so <laughs> at PR. <laughs> no, nah, but you know, I never had to deal with any zoning or compliance issues, which I am quite sure now because I've researched a little bit of the Gulch and any potential development sites have long since been yeah. someone to put their finger on it and it's there's no surprises anymore you know there's an old saying if if you see the uh the gravy train go by it's too late yeah. so you know I, I, this city is no longer a secret you know the university population and all that it's <laughs> it's well insulated you know we were going to buy something for my daughter while she went to school here and we looked and you cannot find anything even with the rates now rates being depending on when that data was taken interest rates are so low of course that prices go up because it's a direct correlation between your interest rate allows you to buy more home um, so if rates were two or three points higher then that average would be lower it's become an expensive town but it's worth it you know quality of life here is excellent Meeting people like you, and if my if my locksmith will show up, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, I'm with my daughter left, locked her keys in the car, so I'm waiting on the locksmith. I was in the gym working out. Oh my goodness! But pleasure to meet you all. Many thanks to John Wright for sharing your insights as a major performer in the real estate business. Uh, you can find him on our site by going to CorkscrewsAndContracts.com. We'll see you next week. Bye. Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2019.